You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpel965.com. Well, Get the free KPEL News app in the App Store and Google Play. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette. Joe Biden has a double-digit lead. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. President Trump's Democratic challenger gets 50% in a new Fox poll. The president only gets 38. He told his son, Don Jr.'s show triggered on YouTube, Biden is not equipped for the job. Uh, He's in no condition to do it, and everybody knows it, and... He's China's dream. Now, we don't know who Biden will pick as his running mate. We do know someone it won't be. Fox's Rachel Sutherland explains live. Dave, Senator Amy Klobuchar, who was considered a strong vice presidential candidate, told MSNBC she's withdrawn from consideration because she believes it's time to pick an African-American, saying it could heal our nation. I truly believe, uh, as I actually told the vice president last night uh, when I called him, uh, that I think this is a moment. Uh, to put a woman of color on that ticket. Biden responded to Klobuchar on Twitter saying, you know how to get things done. With your help, we're going to beat Donald Trump. Dave? Rachel, the Atlanta police officer fired, then charged with murdering Rayshard Brooks after he resisted arrest, goes to court today. The other officer charged with aggravated assault was released on bond. Some Atlanta officers seemingly upset have called out sick, hampering some 911 response. In an attempt to boost morale, the Atlanta Police Foundation paid every officer in the city a $500 bonus Thursday. The foundation says that cash is a thank you for long hours during the COVID-19 pandemic, in addition to recent protests and demonstrations. Fox's Ashley Strohmeyer. Today's June Juneteenth, commemorating this date in 1865, when the last slaves in the U.S. were finally freed in Texas. Some states and several companies are now recognized it as a paid holiday. Another Confederate monument was taken down last night, this time in Decatur, Georgia, after a judge okayed the removal in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> Protesters tore down a statue of George Washington. That sound from Garrison Davis by a story full. They also covered it in burning flags. America's listening to Fox News. At Fisher Investments, we do things differently, and other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor. So what do you provide? Cookie-cutter portfolios like the rest of us? No cookie-cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs. But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients? No, Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. There's a court hearing today on the Justice Department lawsuit which aims to block the release of John Bolton's book Tuesday. The ex-National Security Advisor now says the president is unfit for office. And in addition to the Ukraine controversy that led to impeachment, Bolton alleges the president gave favors to dictators and asked China for help in his re-election. The president tweeted shots back, calling him a wacko. The president taking uh, Bolton to task on Twitter and in an interview with the Wall Street Journal saying, quote, the only thing I liked about Bolton was that everybody thought he was 
was crazy. The president adding, when you walk into the room with him, you're in a good negotiating position because they figure you're going to war if John Bolton was there. Democrats, meantime, are furious that John Bolton did not come forward with information as he has in the book during the impeachment inquiry. That's Fox's John Roberts. The coronavirus continues to be a threat. Now, 26 states have rising cases, record highs lately from Arizona to Texas to Florida. Worldwide, the cases now top eight and a half million with 454,000 deaths. There's renewed concern about the upcoming football season. Dr. Anthony Fauci doubled down on his comments to CNN, suggesting a quarantine bubble to make a football season happen in 2020. One of the nation's leading voices on the coronavirus pandemic telling the Dan Patrick Show Thursday, the NFL has themselves in a predicament different to other sports. You can do a sport, be it a non-contact, mostly non-contact sport like baseball, which has some contact, but not a lot. Versus a very context sport like football. Dr. Alan Sills, the NFL's chief medical officer, also appeared on the program and assured the league is vigilant of an ever-changing approach to the COVID-19 pandemic. I think what we have to do is make the best decisions we can at each stage with the knowledge in hand, but also try to prepare and, and remain what the phrase I've been saying to everybody, flexible and adaptable. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. On Wall Street, stocks could rise. Dow futures up more than 200 points out of the opening bell. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Good morning, I'm Rob Kirkpatrick on Acadiana's Morning News. Your full weather and traffic forecast are coming up. Uh, by the way, a preview will get up to 91 degrees today, just a small chance of showers and storms. A Senate-approved measure creating a policing policy task force written by Baton Rouge Senator Cleo Fields clears a House committee, and it's headed to the House floor. Law enforcement agencies say they support the resolution. Border Patrol agents seize 2,000 counterfeit designer face masks shipped into the port of New Orleans from China and Vietnam. No information right now as to whether the masks were functional, but they were seized for bearing the counterfeit trademarks of Burberry, Supreme, Gucci, and Chanel on the front of them. The Louisiana House has unanimously approved a bill that will result in the state sending grocery store employees, bus drivers, nurses, and other frontline workers a $250 check for hazard pay. Those who make less than $50,000 will be eligible. Federal coronavirus relief aid will pay for the one-time bonus checks for those who were required to work when the COVID-19 crisis began. The measure still needs Senate approval. A survey from the Louisiana Association of United Ways finds that two-thirds of Louisiana residents need help in paying everyday bills and the response to COVID-19. Here's more. Financial concerns linger with going back to work, their jobs. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. After Black Lives Matter protesters protested outside New Orleans Mayor's Latoya Cantrell's home, she wrote a letter to them saying, we cannot be about storming angrily into a residential neighborhood, leaving my daughter feeling terrorized. And yet, whether it was Mayor Jacob Fry in Minneapolis who let his city burn, or former New York Mayor Dave David Dinkins, who held the police back in order to let protesters blow off a little steam. You know, it becomes entirely different when these elected officials get steamed. And it wasn't two weeks ago that Mayor Cantrell said, we want you to be heard. But now she says, not on my street. American Ground Radio, where building a better America begins with building a better us. Return each Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. with Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Park on News Talk 96.5 KPL and streaming live at KPL96.5.com. 
The very latest on your way into work. Every morning. Rob and Bernie on Acadiana's Morning News. Six fourteen now at Newstalk ninety six five KPL. Welcome into Acadiana's Morning News. I'm Rob Kirkpatrick here with you, Bernie. In in a bit, and the coronavirus case numbers called concerning by the governor. So yesterday at noon, you know, we always get the update from the Louisiana Department of Health right at noon. We get it published for you at kpel 965com So yesterday, new case numbers were not announced. Um, the governor says the Louisiana is seeing a concerning rise in cases and a lot more hospitalizations in recent days. Now, these are, are benchmarks that are relatively independent of each other, and they feature it on the website. We publish it at kpal965.com. So here's the here are the metrics we're looking at. Obviously, you have that raw number of cases. Then you have the number of hospitalizations, how many people are actually in the hospital. You break that down a little bit more, and you go to how many people are in the hospital and on ventilators. Okay, so... As long as you can keep a downward trend on hospitalizations and ventilator use, then I think you're still sort of going in the right direction. Um, we have heard this week already the explanation that it could be because we're doing more tests. However, the hospitalization numbers in, in the state of Louisiana also and in our neighboring states, Arkansas, Texas, they are having a whole new flood of patients who are going into the hospital with COVID-19. So um, a little bit earlier this week, we talked to the folks at Lafayette General, and we heard um, that there was about a 50% increase in patients. And um, they were reopening uh, a couple COVID-19 units that had been really built and outfitted to you know, house these patients that have highly communicable disease at this point. Um those had closed down because the numbers of patients suffering from COVID-19, especially those critical patients, had gone down so drastically. So uh, where does that leave us now? Um, the Assistant Health Director Dr. Alex Biu said yesterday that um, he doesn't see us going in reverse. You know, we're in phase two right now. Um, however, it is looking more and more plausible that we could be held off from moving to phase three. Um, what's the difference in the two? So phase two to phase three all of the percentage restrictions that you have on businesses, you know, it was 25% in phase one, it's 50% now. Um, phase three was going to be 75% capacity at a lot of these places. And it, uh, it appears that if these numbers turn out to be right, that they will hold off on phase three for a while. So, um, here's where we are. Um, I think there are a lot of people who thought this thing was done. Um, there are a couple myths I think that have been busted, and that is that the heat and humidity have something to do with this. It doesn't appear, and maybe, you know, these things do mutate, okay? Maybe the original Wuhan-based coronavirus, COVID-19, maybe it was affected that way. We saw a lot of hot regions and humid regions not have it, you know, areas in uh, the Amazon, South America, areas of um, Africa, where they did not have an outbreak, maybe one or two, then you saw in some of the areas where it was still colder. Um, let's, let's think about March in New York City. Still pretty cool, um, as it is part of spring. So it doesn't appear that that is playing a, a big effect, that the heat is going to make this thing die off. Um, we've heard obviously the term second wave used, and we've been talking about second wave since the first wave started. Because a lot of people were making comparisons to the Spanish flu that happened back in 1918, 1919. Um, 
this isn't a second wave. It seems like it's a continuation of the first wave. Um, I know there are a lot of people that are pointing to Mother's Day and Memorial Day. Yeah, probably so. But, you know, the other part is that we're also you know living our lives again, going to places together, at gyms together, at restaurants together. And um, I'm sure that has something to do with it. But there is still so much unknown. Um, anyone, I don't care what they're telling you, that says they know exactly what's happening, they're wrong. They're not telling you the truth. There's still so much that we're learning. So, you know, when it comes to heat and humidity and how it how it plays into all this, um, that's still a big question mark. It's still a big what if. And we're still working on getting those questions for you. Um, we talked yesterday to um, Dr. Tina Stefanski um, just before 9 o'clock yesterday morning. We're going to replay her interview because she did have a lot of, of information about what they're seeing, reports that they're getting, also, information on clusters. So we're going to play that for you here coming up in a few minutes. It's 619 now. This morning on Acadiana's Morning News, the rest of Grenegate, of course, at 7 o'clock. We'll talk to Caleb Morse and then continue on. Uh, what's the deal with sports? Um, we are keep hearing the back and forth with the MLB. I'm still not convinced they're ever going to play, but we'll see. Um, NFL, of course, making plans. Now you have some college players infected with COVID-19 over in Texas. We're going to ask about that. And more all coming up right here in Acadiana's Morning News. Next up, though, Dr. Tina Stefanski. We're going to talk to her this moment. Tom. And Dr. Tina Stefanski joins us. So she's over Region 4 for the Department of Health, but also here in Lafayette Parish is the head of the Medical Task Force. Good morning to you. Hey, good morning. So good to be here with you all. Oh, well, we appreciate the chance to catch up with you. Um, people have so many questions. They email us, text us, call us all the time to ask. One of the big questions, Dr. Stefanski, that people are asking is what they really need to be doing right now. If they are going back to work and they are worried about, you know, getting COVID-19 infection, what is your best advice? Sure. So, it's, you know, it's really basic. It's really basic advice. And so if you think of, you know, COVID-19 is um, it's a respiratory illness. And so think of the way we, we try to prevent spread of flu and other respiratory viruses. It's spread by droplets. So when you cough, sneeze, talk, sing, kind of forcefully exhale, that's how the virus is spread. Okay. And so that's why we talk about, um, unlike the flu, where we have a vaccine and a lot of, and, and pretty good immunity. This is a new virus, so we don't. So what we're trying to do is prevent the spread of infection until we have a vaccine and until we know how to best treat this virus. So the guidance is we want to, you know, prevention is the message. And so think of those respiratory droplets as the main driver of spread of infection. So try to keep distance between you and, and other people. So that's why we talk about that six feet because that's about as far as little droplets travel. You know, if you're going to sneeze or cough, do it with your arm and not your hand. Um, don't touch your face with your hands. That might be contaminated from touching a surface and then you rub your eyes, nose, or mouth and can introduce infection. And then when you can't maintain that distance of six feet. So if you're at work um, and you work in a setting that might be crowded as you get up, you know, to, to walk to the kitchen um, or other places in the office, wear a face covering um, to, to prevent that spread of droplet, um, that spread of droplets. When you go to the grocery store, the drugstore, um, just out shopping, and you know that it's going to be difficult to maintain that six feet of distance reliably, just wear a face covering to reduce that potential spread of infection. There's been so much. Yeah, yeah Rob and I were going to ask you about the mask situation because yeah. you had referenced that, you know, like if you're walking from 
place to place, even in your own office. Originally, they're like, no, masks don't work. Then we've seen information about studies they've done in the last two and a half months. So if you have a compromised immune system, you should be mm-hmm. wearing a mask. But what about the everyday average person who's like, hey, I feel good. I'm always feeling good. What do you think, doctor? So actually, when you wear a mask, you're really not protecting yourself because the mask that we're wearing, the cloth face covering, is to prevent droplet infection. And so it is, the message has changed, but it's only changed because over the last several months, the Centers for Disease Control um, and others have determined that there is a role for asymptomatic spread. We didn't know that before. You know, this is, this is really new information over the last couple of months. And so once that was determined that someone could be carrying the virus and before their symptoms develop, they're actually able to spread by coughing, speaking forcefully. So that's why the recommendation is now that if we all wear some type of face covering when we're out and can't maintain that distance, then we all protect each other. And so that person who's, you know, immunocompromised, they're wearing the mask to protect you. And so you really, we all, you know, who are fortunate enough to be younger and healthier should wear our face coverings and masks to protect those individuals. And I think and that's, so that, yeah. that's really... It's a very different message. Not that it's a different message. It's a different way to think about it. Yeah. You're not wearing the mask to keep yourself yeah. from getting it. You're wearing the mask because if you are asymptomatic and you could still spread it, you were protecting other people. Your from friends, you. your family, strangers. Yeah. <laughs> Right, and, and, and you know, I know it's an inconvenience. It's definitely something, right, absolutely so different for us. But you can see in other parts of the world, you know, this is just an intervention that we need um, at this point. We don't have access to testing where we can, you know, test individuals rapidly, quickly, daily to determine whether or not they potentially are carrying this virus. And so really the, the best that we can do is, is, follow, is, is take these other preventive measures to try to prevent the spread. Okay. Face coverage is just one yeah. and, and then some social distance. So let's talk talk about the numbers here locally because yeah. we've seen the yeah. uptick in cases sure. and then you know right. one of the immediate things that we have heard even on the federal level was well we're going to have more cases because we have more testing so then it's kind of like the next tier of things to look at is hospitalizations that is going mm-hmm. up as well so where are we locally in the response and and are we prepared it's not really a second wave really because the first one didn't completely end yet Right. You're so very astute. Yes, we're still in the first wave. Um, And so our our hospitals... Uh, you know, are, are doing a, a superb job, and but but we are starting to see an increase in hospitalizations. It's sporadic and it's not sustained or region wide, but we are starting to see an increase in hospitalizations, and that's what we're trying to prevent. Because once you're you know hospitalized, that means you've got a significant illness, and we're still trying to figure out how to best treat this virus. I mean, it's clear that you know every couple of weeks we hear about a new treatment, a new potential treatment. So we need to give medicine and science time to figure out how to treat these individuals who are sick enough to be hospitalized. So that's the measure that we're trying to prevent a growth in. So as we're seeing these cases rise in the community, we're testing more. What we're hopeful is that as we increase testing, we're going to start to see a decrease in cases because we're able to give people good guidance and say, hey, look, you tested positive. You need to remain home. And then let's talk about the people in your household or the people you work with. Are they symptomatic? Do they need to be tested? And then that's how we're going to get to the point where we're able to, I think, at, at the really granular level, keep people you know, informed people um, and giving them the information they need to make good decisions. We only have about a minute left. Um, we're joined by Dr. Tina Stefanski, local health official and, um, and a member of the task force, the head of the task force here in Lafayette Parish. Um, have you done any reading about this dexamethasone, which is 
Initially, the doctors and medical professionals had said steroid treatment is not what you need for this. But we are seeing that there is some promise in some studies um, over in the UK is sort of where it started. I know some doctors in the United States are trying it. Is that something that if the outcomes are so much better that we have on hand to do here? Sure. So that's actually, uh, you know, those are medications that are uh, more readily available than some of these antivirals. So it would be wonderful if this does prove to be uh, a useful treatment. It's just a really to caution everyone that, again, there's still these these studies and, and clinical trials that need to really, that are, are working to prove what treatment does effectively um, treat this virus. And so it's still, this is just kind of one year, again, every couple of weeks is something that looks promising. And this is kind of the latest, yeah. um, you know, the latest drug that we're talking about, but there's still really no tried and true method for, for treatment. And so I can tell you, we have, I think, the best doctors in the state mm-hmm. here in Acadiana and nurses and support staff. And so they're trying, you know, we don't know all that, that's happening as far as from the treatment side, but um, but they are, are really um, working so hard to effectively treat patients that are hospitalized and, 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 and are very well aware of all of these, um, you know, new medications and drugs that do look promising. Great information. Ooh. Dr. Yes, Tina as always. Thank you so much. We asked yesterday. I know you're an in-demand person right yes. now, and we appreciate you coming on. And thank uh, you for everything no, you're well, doing for us. Well, thanks for helping to share the message, and, uh, and I appreciate the opportunity to talk with everyone. World events, national headlines, and local news that affects you the most. Hey, it's Robin Burning, and you're listening to Acadiana's Morning News. I listen every morning. I like to stay informed. Wake up with us weekday mornings at 5.30 for the headlines on News Talk 96.5 KPL. It's the bottom of the hour. Now the top stories from KPL965.com. The coronavirus is soaring in at least four states, all reporting double-digit highs. Just yesterday, Florida added 3,200 new cases. Arizona, 2,500 in California saw new cases drop by more than half from yesterday to just 1,900. Texas has gone an entire week with record hospitalizations, almost 2,500 today. Here in the state of Louisiana, our numbers were not reported. The governor says he wants the Department of Health to take a look at those cases and make sure the correct information is applied to the online dashboard. The FDA says some states are on the cusp of losing control. The former Atlanta police officer accused of killing Richard Brooks will remain behind bars. Garrett Rolfe turned himself in yesterday after being charged with murder. He's being held without bond. Now, the other officer, Devin Brosden, was also charged with aggravated assault over the incident. He reportedly stood on Brooks's shoulder to keep him down after the officer involved shooting. Now, Brosden says Richard Brooks was friendly, even respectful in the minutes before he was shot and killed. In fact, Brosden says he didn't even realize the father of four had been shot. Brosden spoke out a few hours after bonding out of jail yesterday. He admits to stepping on Brooks, but claims it was only for a few seconds. Senator John Cornyn says he plans to bring forward legislation to make Juneteenth a federal holiday. On the Senate floor, the Texas Republican explained that the June 19th holiday is an opportunity to reflect on our history. Juneteenth celebrates the end of slavery in the U.S. back in 1865. Texas Democratic Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee introduced a corresponding measure in the House. Several companies, including Nike, Twitter, and Target, already declared that a company holiday. Australia is in the midst of a major cyber attack. Prime Minister Scott Morrison blames a state-based hacker for the widespread attack. It's targeting government entities and businesses. President Trump says he wants a legal solution to DACA, not a political one. He tweeted that after the Supreme Court blocked his attempt to end the eight-year program yesterday. 
Trump says it shows the need for new justices. The ruling means about 700,000 Dreamers can stay in the U.S. without fear of deportation, something they have pushed for. The nation's biggest wildfire is growing to nearly 115,000 acres in Arizona. It's burning in the Tonto National Forest northeast of Phoenix. Officials say it's fueled by a combination of hot temperatures, increased winds, and a ton of dry vegetation. At least four communities have already evacuated, several more on alert. The fire was sparked by a vehicle five days ago and remains just 5% contained. According to a new Fox News poll, President Trump losing ground to his opponent in the November election. Those poll numbers show Joe Biden with 50% of support compared to just Trump's 38%. The former vice president led by eight points in last month's survey. The commander-in-chief's response to protests over social injustices may be the cause for his slide. It found that over half of voters disapprove of his response to civil unrest across the country. White House Trade Advisor Peter Navarro says John Bolton's new book is a deep swamp revenge porn. On Fox News, Navarro claimed Bolton begged for the role of national security advisor under Trump. Navarro also accused Bolton of trying to put together coups in Venezuela and other countries. In business news this morning, nearly 95,000 Jeep Cherokees are being recalled because they might shut off while they're being driven. Seems a design flaw can also prevent the SUV from being in park, meaning it could roll away. The recall affects models from 2014 to 2017. Owners will be notified in the next month. The University of Texas says 13 of its football players have tested positive for COVID-19 or they're presumed positive. These 13 players are self-isolating. 10 more players identified through contact tracing also in self-quarantine. LSU is set to host the Longhorns on September 12th. And finally, a California woman getting some credit this morning for fighting off a bear attack with her laptop. The bear clawed her and bit her while she was sitting in a lawn chair in the Sierra Madre. The only thing she had to defend herself with was her laptop and wildlife officials still looking for that bear. Happy Friday, everyone. Another relatively nice day out there across Acadiana, mainly sunny skies with some afternoon clouds. But otherwise, highs topping out in the lower 90s, only about a 10% chance for an isolated shower or two. Heading in tonight into your Saturday, lows dropping into the lower 70s under mainly clear conditions. And then for the afternoon on Saturday, another nice one out there, partly cloudy, highs topping out in the lower 90s. And again, only about a 10% chance for a very isolated shower or two. Rain chances increasing a little bit as we head into your Father's Day, sitting at about 30%. Uh, but then rain chances really start to increase as we head into next work week as an upper-level trough moves in from the west and coupled with daytime heating will help to give us a little bit better scattering of those showers and storms in our afternoons. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Right now, 72 degrees here at KPEL. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. As far as traffic goes, we have a fender bender. Well, not a fender bender. It is a crash with injuries. Prejean Road at University. That's Prejean Road at University. Prohibit. All right, 639 now at Newstalk 96.5 KPL, and we're joined by Steve Pelliquin from ESPN 1420. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. How I know you? you're disappointed. I'm not, actually, every time I see you, it's like just a little bit of normal walks into the door. Well, uh, I don't know about that. 
I mean, you're not saying you're normal. But you're too young. What you talk about is you're too young to remember the Jackson Five cartoon, the Jackson Mm -hmm. Five. Yep, I don't with an animation. How about that? I'm I'm too young to remember the Jackson Five. He was just Michael Jackson by the time I came around. Well, it was the Jackson Five, then it became the Jacksons, Mm -hmm. and of course they had the Jacksons like reunion tour. Uh, I always thought people think that the uh, the little drummer boy Bing Crosby and David Bowie was like one of the best songs for, you know, a kind of a strange uh, compilation get-together. Yeah. Uh, you had that, too, with uh, Cindy Lauper and Frank Sinatra. I think it was Santa Claus is coming to town or whatever. Strange. Yeah. But uh, Michael Jackson Which and Mick Jagger like- did State of Shock. That's my Cindy Lauper. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. That's pretty good. I like that. There's no words. (laughs) It's just a bunch of grunts to the sound (laughs) of a synthesizer, you know? (laughs) That's right. Um, How about this? The most I ever, like the first time I learned anything about the Jacksons, like so many other kids who were being raised in the 90s, Uh is through the VH1 movie. Where wasn't oh, it Angela Bassett yes. playing yes. his mom? Yes. Um, you know, and, and you saw it that way. Uh, so many things I learned about on those VH1 movies. They those are good, but back they're, they're the kind of hard to music, watch sometimes. Like you know? The Temptations. Yeah. They're a great movie, but it's it's sad. Well, I, yeah. I can Tina. I yes. mean, there are a lot of people who were fans of them. And then it's... Sorry, no Ike. Once the story came yes. out. Sorry, it's just about her now. Yes. Anyway, uh, welcome in. Good yes. to see you. Here I am. Here you are. Okay, so uh, let's talk about sports a little bit. I, so many of these leagues are trying to like chart a path forward. Mm. I, I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm, I am tired of the Major League Baseball yeah. fight in the media um, between the players, you know, union and the owners and the league. I mean, I'm just tired of talking about it. You guys go off, decide what you're going to do. Yeah. Then I want you guys to emerge from right. the same door, come out to some microphones. Let me know say, if you plan. This is what it's going to yes. be. But you can't buy into if you're a fan. I had a call yesterday because, uh-huh. uh, you know, two days ago you had uh, the the report came out that they were close to deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they're going to play. They're going to play. I told people yesterday, I said, don't be so sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What makes you think you're not going to play? I said, I never said they weren't going to play. Yeah. I said, don't be so sure that they are going to play because nobody knows. Uh-huh. And, of course, Major League Baseball comes back yesterday and says, you know, we want more games involved. And, you know, I'm like you. It's yeah. like I, I've really stopped following it. Okay, let me know, you know, if you're going to play. Give me a start date. None of this maybe, maybe, maybe. I want to know a definite start date. And, you know, I'll watch, I think. <laughs> I mean, really, because it's getting to the point with baseball now. It is uh, It is June 19th. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, by, by the time, I mean, let's say they come to the agreement today. Mm-hmm. It's going to take, you know, at least a week to get players back. And people say, well, what do you mean get players back? Well, you got players coming from Venezuela. You got mm-hmm. people coming from Japan. Which was pre- another yeah. issue. How yes. do you get them back? Exactly. If you had travel. You know, issues. I'd say at least a week. And then you need a month spring training. So I would think, and I guess you could expedite the process mm-hmm. a little bit, but, mm-hmm. you know, you're looking at, at August as an, as and, 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 you know, even if you're a baseball fan like me, I mean, it's like August and you play 50 games. It's just not. Well, you know, here's what I think they should do. Okay. Rob wants to be the commissioner of every league. Okay, um, I want to I uh-huh. control them all. And I want to, because what are you talking about? Um, how many games roughly in a football season if you exclude preseason and, and any, any 16 regular play? season games? Okay, okay, everyone gets 16 games. Baseball, you get 16 games. Yes. No no triple headers. No, you know, no, none of this. <laughs> 16 games. You get 16 Everybody games. Everybody gets 16 splat, games. And then you go to the World Series. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And everybody gets 16 games. That basketball, you can come back too. 16 games. 
I mean, because y'all played 900 games. It was like, people would always say, when I lived in Dallas, they'd love to go to a game. And I'd be like, yes. well, yeah, we can go to a Rangers game. It's about 15 bucks to go. And they're like, why is it so cheap? Because they play so many games constantly. Yes. You know, does that work with parenting? I mean, it's like a, you got you got three kids. One of them, you got sixteen games, and yep. then after those sixteen games, you give it up to your brother and sister. <laughs> yeah, sixteen huh. more games. Yes. Anyway, well, I guess we're looking at it. What about the crowds? Uh, yesterday, Dr. Fauci made some ruffled some feathers talking about how close people are in in football stadiums and yeah. everything else. But I just think the Steve Pelican stock just goes up. Yes. If you can't go to a game in person. They got to hear it from you. Uh, well, that's true. You know, and look, it, I get it. People want to go to games. People want to see games. And, uh, uh, you know, Dr. Fauci is much more qualified to talk about this than me, but For he sure. doesn't know either. I, by I the mean, way, nobody I, knows. I wasn't, I wasn't giving you any of those degrees he had. That's right. I wasn't giving you an honorary uh, right. doctor uh-huh. to anywhere. Uh, you know, I mean, but nobody knows. I mean, they, yeah. they really don't. Um, you know, this could wind up being a whole lot uh, less than what we thought it would be. Yep. On the other hand, it could turn out to be even worse and than what we thought it would be. If you look at the recent numbers, maybe we're on a little bit of an upswing, which is concerning yeah. at the least. So anyway, uh, so, okay, so with all this, everything else going on, what are you talking about on your show? Well, <laughs> I mean, are you singing songs? Yeah, we, we, we are doing TV. I've got a lot of old school guests, you know, uh-huh. you really do talk about, you know, sports from yesteryear. Like, you know, when there was sports, when they really used to play yes. this thing called sports. <laughs> uh, that's always fun to, t- to talk about. But of course, you know, that's that, that, you know, people want the real thing. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's June. We haven't seen. A, a live team sporting event for the, over three months now. Uh-huh. And it's going to be at least four months because baseball is not coming back until late Ever. July mm-hmm. at the earliest. Same thing with the NBA. I mean, I understand NASCAR is going on. You got some golf happening. You got UFC. But in terms of, you know, team sports, I mean, this hadn't been going, you know, nothing's been since happening since uh, since mid-March. It's yeah. unbelievable. Well, I, I have something for you to talk about on today's show. Okay. And, but what I need you to do is to follow me. I'm walking across the hall to the KTDY studio. All right. I'm going to body slam CJ for coming in the studio when I'm on the uh-huh. air and interrupting me. Call. We're going to call it sports. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to say it's WWE. Uh-huh. You're going to talk about gonna it. going to put him in the RKO, the Randy yes. Orton RKO. And then when I get called to HR, awesome. I'm going to say, this was all for uh-huh. CBP's show. It's it's an exhibition. I like it. Man. And Steve like and CJ think. will be all bruised up and everything. You need to do some a little professional wrestling, like like tell them that you're going to give them an award or something. Yes. And then you know, and then make a big deal out of it for yes. two weeks. Then Fireworks. when it comes in, you could put it on you know, on the website too, on video on the website. You could hand him an award, say you get ready to do a plaque and say, say a few words. And as soon as he starts to yeah. talk, you hit him on the back on the Didn't back we have with an that old uh, folding chair. Yeah, That's one of those things. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee you would get a lot of hits. Can I be yeah. a part of that? Can we do like a tag team thing, oh, yeah, and then I can team. smack your hand, yes. and then I get to go in the ring, Rob? It, it could be good. Bernie just wants to wear good. the bikini, holding up the sign. Um, no, never in my life have that <laughs> done. Mm-hmm. Round mm-hmm. three. That's right. No, but uh, yeah, uh, I could wear some sort of other suit, but never a bikini. Well, I was, I'm offering mm-hmm. it to you. It's Friday, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean that's a anyway, possibility. Hey, uh, Stevie P, thanks for coming in. But You're a beautiful um, man. Yes, Every I time am. you come in, it just makes me feel. Even if we don't talk about sports. Even if you're trying no, to tell me, there's nothing to talk about. About the secret, <laughs> secret of whammy pressure luck. You know, that's coming back. Oh, is that right? It's that back show is coming back? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, who is it? Um, is it Elizabeth Banks? She is plays She's in all those movies. Kind Big of Bucks a... And no whammies. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's going to be the host. Peter Tamarkin was the original. Peter Tamarkin was the original. Yeah. I was actually watching the day that it all went down when the guy was on the show who had memorized the computer yes. setup. And it. I was a kid. It went into the prices right because it was live television, yeah. the whole bit, 
And I'm like, this is so yeah. weird. And what it, is going on? You knew, even as a kid, you knew, oh, man, this is But if you do that, if that you could do that, wrong. go ahead, cheat. I mean, if you could do, yeah, Peter Tamarkin died at a uh, a plane crash too. Uh, Did he really? Uh, like five years after that, uh, no after went kidding. Off the air. Yeah, I had no idea. Well, See, is there anything you don't know about uh, television? And then, you know, what used to follow uh, Precious Luck was Court Sharks, who had numerous different hosts, including Bob Eubanks. Everybody knows Bob Eubanks is the host of the Newlywed Game. Yes, I think he was better actually as the the host of Court Sharks. Was there, wasn't funny. the whole yeah. Court Sharks premise like? Is it higher or lower? Higher or lower, yeah. And then you, you know, and then, and then you had to figure out the next card. And they had those yes. big decks of cards or whatever. Yeah. How do you think they shuffled that? I always wondered that as a kid. Oh uh, yeah, that's good. That that's a good question. I, I mean, mean, was it you know, red? The, the you know, hostess, Godzilla the hostess used to cut them. Staff. No, remember yeah, the little remember hostess? she would, yeah, yeah cut yeah. the deck or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. that was supposed to be like like the, one of the first Vanna Whites. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know about that though, man. Uh, no, nobody's yeah. ever has anyone ever matched. The status of Havana. I well, mean, I'm how long to, has she been on that show? Say, 30 Vanna, years? Vanna is more plastic now. She has to be. She looks exactly the same since she has in the 80s. I know? know, but can the you fault her? The superstar is her surgeon. Whoever that guy is, <laughs> that guy needs a trip to Hawaii that stuff and $5,000. beautiful, right? All right, it's 648 now at News Talk 96.5. KPL. back mm. with more Acadiana's Morning News coming up on the show. You know why I look like a Barbie doll and why I look so great? It's because of the sleep I get. I'm telling you, that's why I'm so fine. Mm-hmm. Look, if you need to de-stress, you need to get yourself a sleep number bed. Plain and simple. That is where it's going to happen. Why? Sleep is restorative. You need it to build your immune system. You need it not to be frustrated with your kids 24-7. So if you're constantly working, you're trying to balance home, you're trying to balance work. Can I go into the office today? Or is it the B crew that gets to go in today? Look, there are so many things in our lives. And if you get yourself a good night's sleep, your entire perspective is going to change. So what do you do? Discover proven quality sleep for your family's health and well-being. If mom's okay, that's great. If dad's okay, that's great. Get dad the ultimate gift. Get him a sleep number bed. Now through Monday, save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart bed during the lowest prices of the season. You can go to sleepnumber.com or go to the Sleep Number store right at the corner of Settlers Trace and Ambassador Caffrey. Tell them, I want that bed that Bernadette Lee has. Sextortion is a crime where a cyber criminal claims to have hacked someone's computer system and says that they have video proof usually through a webcam of a person watching porn or doing sexual acts. They want money to not publicize what they claim to have. All of this is bad enough, but now the criminals have found a way to make it worse. Your Friday Consumer Tech Update is brought to you by Purple. The mattress has finally evolved. You'll never sleep too hot or too cold again. Find out more at purple.com slash Kim, promo code Kim. In the latest twist, cyber criminals create fake accounts on dating websites using the names and photos of real women, saying that the women want dates and hookups. If they don't pay a ransom with bitcoins, the cyber criminals will contact all of the women's friends and family with the address of the fake profile. You can only imagine what this could do to a marriage. So if it happens to you, the FBI's best advice, as hard as it may be, do not respond in any way. I'm Kim Commando. We're all looking for ways to save money, especially now. When's the last time you looked at how much you're spending on car or homeowner's insurance? Check out Gabby and see about getting a lower rate for the exact same coverage you already have. Gabby takes the pain out of shopping for insurance 
by giving you an apples-to-apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers, like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers. Just link your current insurance account, and in about two minutes, you'll be able to seek quotes for the exact same coverage you currently have. Gabby customers save $825 per year on average. If they can't find you savings, they'll let you know you have the best rate out there. And they'll never sell your information, so no annoying spam or robocalls. It's totally free to check your rate, and there's no obligation. Take two minutes to see how much you can save on your car and homeowner's insurance now. Go to Gabby.com slash Kim. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash Kim. That's Gabby.com slash Kim. This is the place where all opinions are welcome. Every color gets through, and people on all sides of the issue can hash it out. And if you don't think you have a voice, you're wrong. It can be heard now by calling 232-1542. That's 232-1542. The Rush Morning Update is brought to you by Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Book your next traveling party at LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. You know, it's not just Seattle, Berkeley, New York, and other blue American cities. This insanity that we see around us has spread to cities around the world. In Liverpool, England, protesters vandalized street signs for Penny Lane. The vandals blacked out the famous street name and spray-painted racist lane, all because of unproven speculation that the street was named for James Penny, an 18th-century slave merchant. Steve Rotherham, mayor of Liverpool, says that there isn't one shred of evidence that the street was named for the slave trader. That doesn't matter. The mob has ruled. So I guess that we can expect that next, these history-erasing race warriors will come after the Beatles for daring to write an iconic song about their childhood memories of life in Liverpool. It was called Penny Lane. Paul George, uh, John Ringo, anybody who collaborated with them probably will be denounced for writing a song about a street that maybe, possibly, might have been named for somebody in a slave trade 300 years ago. You know, these these crazed leftists don't give a rat's rear end about evidence or history or anything else. The UK protest mobs are also demanding that statues of Winston Churchill and even Mahatma Gandhi come down. Nothing and nobody is immune from the blind rage of the mob. These leftists, they're beyond nuts. They're truly flirting with insanity. Do not let them suck you into it, folks. T-Mobile, 37 bucks a month. Verizon Wireless, $83 a month. Sprint, $92 a month. That's what the average family of four is saving a month on their cell phone service by switching to Pure Talk USA. You look at a cut costs, free up cash on a monthly basis. We'll start today with Pure Talk USA. Pure Talk covers 99% of America. Their call center is all based right here in America, and the CEO is a U.S. veteran. All plans include unlimited talk and text. Start at just $20. Just choose the amount of data you need. Switch to Pure Talk today. Save 50% off your first month. Here's what you do. You dial pound 250. And then say the keyword Pure Talk. That's pound 250. Keyword Pure Talk. Pure Talk USA. Simply smarter wireless. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dialed text from Pure Talk USA. We're working for you around the clock to keep you informed. We are KDMS home for news and talk. KPEL FM Brokerage Lafayette. 
Hey, now, ex-cop charged with murder goes to court today in Atlanta. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. A week after Rayshard Brooks shooting, but some other officers apparently upset have been calling out sick, and that led to this. We are not answering our one call right now to the personnel issues. That audio from Broadcastify. Atlanta police tweeted they can effectively respond to 911 calls. Fox's Evan Brown has more on the case live. Yeah, Dave, mouth-fired Atlanta police officer Garrett Rolfe will be in court at noon. He's charged with murder and other crimes, including assault, because the prosecutors say video shows Rolfe kicked Brooks after shooting him. Lance LaRusso is Rolfe's lawyer. My client never kicked Mr. Brooks. He could be leaning down to try to give him first aid. It could have been when he was trying to evaluate whether he needed handcuffs. Rolfe could face a death penalty. A second officer, Devin Brosnan, is charged with assault and is out on bond, Dave. Evan, today's Juneteenth. Some states and companies are treating it as a paid holiday commemorating the state in 1865 when the last slaves in the U.S. were finally freed in Texas. Democratic Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee told the Fox News Rundown podcast. I introduced the Juneteenth uh, National Independence Day holiday, a federal holiday. Another Confederate monument has been taken down. That was just before midnight in Decatur, Georgia, after it was removed, after a judge okayed it. Protesters in Portland, Oregon, tore down a statue of George Washington last night. A new Fox poll gives Joe Biden a 12-point lead over President Trump. 63% of Biden supporters are more motivated by fear of President Trump than excited about Biden's candidacy. It is the reverse for the president by about the same numbers. 62% are more enthusiastic about him than fearful of Biden. That's Fox's Jessica Rosenthal. Court here today on John Bolton's book due out Tuesday. The Justice Department is trying to block it, claiming it has classified information. America's listening to Fox News. At Fisher Investments, we do things differently. And other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor. So what do you provide? Cookie cutter portfolios like the rest of us? No cookie cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs. But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients? No. Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. Democrats are celebrating a second Supreme Court ruling this week. First, the one that gave gay and transgender people protections in the workplace. And then yesterday's that rejected President Trump's attempt to end the Obama-era DACA program that shielded hundreds of thousands of immigrants brought here illegally as children. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer got teary-eyed. Wow, this decision's amazing. I am so happy. These kids, their families, I feel for them. And I think all of America does. The president reacted in a series of tweets calling the rulings shotgun blasts in the face of conservatives. He also wrote, As president, I'm asking for a legal solution on DACA, not a political one consistent with the rule of law. The Supreme Court is not willing to give us one, so now we have to start this process all over again. Later, the president in a tweet wrote, I will be releasing a new list of conservative Supreme Court justice nominees, which may include some or many of those already on the list by September 1st. 
In Washington, John Decker, Fox News. It's now 26 states that have rising coronavirus cases. A record high 3,200 plus reported yesterday in Florida, where some bars and restaurants around Jacksonville Beach and Orlando have closed again after outbreaks. But Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says no one should panic from the COVID-19 surge because far more people are being tested, resulting in more confirmed infections. The governor says the average age of cases has plunged. Almost no one outside nursing homes is dying, and there are far fewer patients in ICUs or on ventilators than two months ago. That's Fox's Rick Leventhal. The coronavirus slowed down the 2020 census, and halfway through it, the National Urban League says it is concerned about communities with concentrations of blacks and Hispanics trailing the rest of the nation in answering census questionnaires. On Wall Street, Dow futures up more than 300 points. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Good morning. I'm Rob Kirkpatrick on Acadiana's Morning News. Your full weather and traffic forecasts are coming up. Uh, by the way, a preview will get up to 91 degrees today. Just a small chance of showers and storms. A Senate-approved measure creating a policing policy task force written by Baton Rouge Senator Cleo Fields clears a House committee, and it's headed to the House floor. Law enforcement agencies say they support the resolution. Border Patrol agents seize 2,000 counterfeit designer face masks shipped into the port of New Orleans from China and Vietnam. No information right now as to whether the masks were functional, but they were seized for bearing the counterfeit trademarks of Burberry, Supreme, Gucci, and Chanel on the front of them. The Louisiana House has unanimously approved a bill that will result in the state sending grocery store employees, bus drivers, nurses, and other frontline workers a $250 check for hazard pay. Those who make less than $50,000 will be eligible. Federal coronavirus relief aid will pay for the one-time bonus checks for those who were required to work when the COVID-19 crisis began. The measure still needs Senate approval. A survey from the Louisiana Association of United Ways finds that two-thirds of Louisiana residents need help in paying everyday bills and the response to COVID-19. Here's more. Financial concerns linger with going back to work, their job and future with employment, as well as paying bills and housing costs. Louisiana Association of United Ways President Sarah Berthelot says child care concerns have many feeling uneasy. 23% of statewide respondents reported that they relied on child care to be able to earn an income and work, and 49% of this group was worried about future availability of child care. The overall main worry? The number one concern of Louisiana citizens was contracting COVID-19. I'm Kevin Barnhart. News making headlines elsewhere this morning. Black Lives Matter protests are making the Bank of England take down portraits of slavery. Fox's Simon Owen reports. Britain's central bank, the Bank of England, apologizing for what it calls inexcusable connections between some of its former governors and slavery. It says any portraits on display of those involved will be removed. George Floyd's death in Minneapolis is prompting a number of British institutions to re-examine their past. Insurance firm Lloyd's of London apologising for its role in what it calls an appalling and shameful period of English history. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. Is there interest in Congress to hear testimony from former National Security Advisor John Bolton now that experts from his tell-all book are circulating in the media? Fox's Jared Halperin reports from Capitol Hill. In his soon-to-be-released book, The Room Where It Happened, former National Security Advisor John Bolton accuses President Trump 
of asking China for help in his re-election campaign. Democrats were unsuccessful in securing Bolton's testimony during the impeachment process. And House Speaker Nancy Pelosi won't say if committees will now seek his testimony. Republican leaders have been quick to say Bolton is sensationalizing to profit from his book. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. And finally, a new push to make more people aware of today, Juneteenth, as a holiday. It's a major date in the end of slavery in our country, Fox's Rachel Sutherland reports. Texas was the first state to recognize Juneteenth as an official state holiday. Other states, including New York and Virginia, are now taking steps to do the same. Adria Johnson is with the Tampa Bay Juneteenth Coalition. Recognizing the independence of black people in America I feel like it's very important. Juneteenth marks the day slaves in Texas learned they were free more than two years after the Emancipation Proclamation. A number of major corporations, including Lyft, Target, and the NFL, say they're recognizing Juneteenth as a company holiday this year. Rachel Sutherland, Fox News. Happy Friday, everyone. Another relatively nice day out there across Acadiana, mainly sunny skies with some afternoon clouds, but otherwise highs topping out in the lower 90s, only about a 10% chance for an isolated shower or two. Heading in tonight into your Saturday, lows dropping into the lower 70s under mainly clear conditions. And then for the afternoon on Saturday, another nice one out there, partly cloudy, highs topping out in the lower 90s. And again, only about a 10% chance for a very isolated shower or two. Rain chances increasing a little bit as we head into your Father's Day, sitting at about 30%. Uh, but then rain chances really start to increase as we head into next work week as an upper-level trough moves in from the west and coupled with daytime heating will help to give us a little bit better scattering of those showers and storms in our afternoons. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. Right now, we're getting that all clear. No crashes, no breakdowns to worry about right now. Hey, make sure that you're buckling up and keeping it safe out there. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what's so and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly Still there. 